I'd like to welcome everybody to this special episode of the Heartland Podcast. It's your man, a.k.a. B. Diddy Dollars, a.k.a. Mr. Saturday Night Live, a.k.a. Mr. African American Express, a.k.a. Um, Charles Barkley in the building. Thank y'all for having us once again for this episode of the Heartland Podcast. I have a special guest with me. I have somebody who is um, from the state of New York, actually is an accomplished person, and somebody who also has some opinions that I want everybody to get to know, a thought leader. We have Chef in the building. What's up, Chef? What's up? I hope they're ready. Where can people find you at on the internet? Let's get that out the way. Um, hello, everybody. Chef Noka. You can find me on Instagram at Chef Noka or my uh, business page, Chef It Up Catering. Or you can find me on Facebook, Nilka, and I'm on Instagram, Twitter. Twitter don't work for me. I feel like I'm talking to myself on Twitter. I just, I really give up. I just, I got all my accounts linked, so it mm-hmm. just automatically posts. But Twitter don't work for me. But Instagram, Facebook. I think, I think, I think Instagram might be better for your brand anyway, yeah. because you and Facebook especially, because it's very visual what you do. Yeah, definitely. The presentation. Oh my goodness. Yes, thank you. Thank <laughs> you got, you had to appreciate it. So I can see how Twitter. Especially for what you do, yeah, you like get I'm definitely get more responses. I could see in some kind of visual medium. Yeah, I feel like I'm alone. Like, hello, hello, is anybody out there? I just read. They can't my smell own it. Stuff. They can't smell it. They can't I see it. Not. I post pictures and everything, but it's just yeah, mm. I give up. It doesn't translate well. I don't think. I don't think it translates well. You have to be more. Um, Twitter, I found to be people just moving in 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 movements of anger. Right. In different, like it'll be angry about something right. on Twitter. I'm sure I could just pull it up right now, and there's like a million anger. Like one. right? Anger. <laughs> anger number one topic of the day on Twitter, right? And then they delete it. Oh, oh! Some people don't delete it. Some people go in and they just like kind of ride with it. Mm-hmm. And they, what they do is they have a record of their emotions, right? For everybody, just to like look. Yeah. If you have any opinion about me, it's right here. Check the tweets. Right. Some is in there for you. Right. right. <laughs> some some is in there for them for certain. Right. I go on every once in a while, but it don't really. I just feel like I can't connect, and I don't believe in buying followers and all of that. Like, no. I don't care if I got twelve hundred people. At least it's twelve hundred people that I'm connected to. That you know what I mean. That, that I can reach to. That's like yeah. I was like twelve hundred people. Like my okay. My Twitter experience was I did this. Is what I just did. I followed at one point. I deleted my Twitter at. 5,000 people. I'll show off. I deleted it, and I was only following like 700 people. Mm-hmm. The reason I was following that many people is I just followed everybody. I was actually stealing fans mm-hmm. from other podcasts. other Actually, other I was doing internet radio. Right. So other local people. Mm-hmm. I'll actually have a program. This is so devious. I will follow all the people that were following him mm-hmm. and all the people that he was following. And then I'll do that for Buku rappers in the city, right? Right. So all these people I was working with, I was just, just like kind of mooching off their followers. And right. then what I did was I just dropped everybody. And then I only followed the people I wanted to follow. Right. And then all of a sudden create this perception that I was like some kind of thought leader. Right. When it was really, they just, want, it was marketing. Yeah, that's all it, it is. It was just me trying, but I knew I knew I had good stuff to say. People yeah. was retweeting me. I got good stuff to say. Yeah. You but got it, great personality. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad I met you. Thank you. It's very. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're here. You're telling me about a show that. Oh, it's um, music moguls. Yes. So tell me. So tell me more about the show. All right, music music mogul. I mean, I like it. I love Damon Dash. Mm-hmm. I love his thought process and everything that, with him reinventing himself. And one thing I like about Dame, he's not afraid to say if he messed up, if he don't know or how he started. But 
one person that get under my skin is baby i just hate he always rub his hands and then his little minions they all talk like they just stand like he got like waiting for him to drop a jewel and it's like i don't see no jewel droppings and i'm like what are you talking <laughs> where's about jewels? where's the jewels uh, they just i don't know it's just boring to me i don't like talking about people but i'm just not interested the music moguls i never watch that show yeah I, I, shout I, out to i, I can handle jermaine dupree yeah. i can handle snoop I can handle baby, yeah. but the combination is just too much. Yeah, they're a little bit too strong a mu- music mogul for me. Yeah, I, I can love really, Snoop. I can handle Snoop by yeah. himself. I'm listening. I listen. I'm a big fan of Snoop. I really was into GGN, but I don't watch it as much as I used to no mm-hmm. more. Like, cause I feel like I moved on to like watching Drink Champs. Yeah, I listen to Drink Champs more, and especially in watching watching YouTube, I watch a lot of uh, I watch a lot of Breakfast Club. Yeah, but if Snoop got somebody dope, you know what I mean, if he have like Hannibal, like. Hannibal Burr's been going around doing interviews. Yeah. So I watch Hannibal Burr's. Like, I normally don't watch Big Boys yeah. interviews. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, I But it all her. depends what interests you, though. Yeah, I'm sure everybody else sees it the same way I see it. Like, mm-hmm. when soon as anybody does an interview, mm-hmm. they'll be like on Big mm-hmm. Boy, then they'll be on The Breakfast Club, Club, then yep. they'll be on High 97, Seven. Yep. then they'll be on then they'll be on somebody else's show, then they'll be on Snoop Show, maybe. Right. Then they'll be on. Then they'll, okay, I'll be like, okay. Right. I get it. The album's coming out. Right. So what I do, is, so what I do is I kind of like go to the ones I like first. Right. So if I and if I really am intrigued about the artist, I'll actually I'll listen to every one that they do. Like Hannibal Burris went to um, Big Boy, mm-hmm. and I I watch it. Right. Because I like Hannibal Burris. That yeah. Much. Snoop, if he had Hannibal Burris, I'd be like it because I'd be like be that's on dope. It. But everybody when he be interviewing, sometimes them to be the the loop. Right. That's why I, that is, is a little bit too much. That's why with Heartland Podcast, mm-hmm. I really wanted to be not so much driven by the guests. Right. Because when you kind of driven by the guests, you kind of get that loop effect, right? Right. This is a chronicle, right? Yes. This is episode number 13. This is a hip-hop podcast. Okay? Right. This is episode number 13. I encourage everybody to start from the beginning with number one. Right. And listen all, all the, the way, way through. through. All the way through, and when you listen, I want people to hashtag. All right, Chef, this is the hashtag. It's H L H H. H L H H. Yes. All right. H L H H. That stands for heart, like y'all. Yes. Heart, land, like the land. Mm-hmm. And hip hop, my favorite first thing. I love hip hop. So this hip hop, this is a hip hop podcast too. So if I was Shaq, this would be a short sports podcast. If I was Dave Chappelle, this would be a comedy podcast. But this is B Diddy Dollars. I'm a DJ. Blogger, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Battle DJ, club DJ promoter. So I am a hip hop dude. So they get the best of both worlds coming here. They get some of everything. This is something because it's really because I want to bring in my love for hip hop mm-hmm. with my love for the rest of the world. Like I can hold two more than two thoughts at one time. Right. Right. Like, yeah. So if I can, if I can bring those two thoughts and tell people like, man, you can still like, you can still like to go out. And you can still like Jay Z's new um, adventure with title. Right. Just to give you an example. Some things I think that people really don't try balancing one one time. Like I still watch Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. I but I still also listen to. I just tell you about Brian McKnight. Right. Like the the new uh, Travis Scott featuring Brian McKnight. Mm-hmm. So so I'm that kind of guy. Oh, so that's why that's why Heartland Podcast, and then. And then also, well, we well, welcome. We have a we have um, we just really, 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 really wanted to 
also say that I enjoy being like a um, a host. Another thing I like to do, so I like to bring people into the fold. And one person that I just see brought into the fold, my co-host Star, at 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 what what's your um, IG name? Thickest vegan. Shout, shout you out to Thick is Vegan. Shout out to Thick is Vegan. Your microphone, there you go, microphone right there. Oh, it doesn't work. Oh, here you go. I, I unplugged you on accident, Star. You, you don't be mad at me? Don't no, be mad. I'm good. I'm good. Peace and blessings to everybody. I'm tuning in. I had some business to tend to. Turn the side uh, on the side. Can y'all hear me? Testing, yeah. testing. Peace and blessings, everybody. You can follow me on Instagram at the thickest vegan. It's thickest vegan. And you can follow me on Facebook. It's Stark Heels. Tune in. I I I put I put videos up there. I put I put a little personal life up there, but y'all will see once y'all tune in, but I'm just coming in on these topics. I see strawberries and wine in here. I'm excited. <laughs> turn, up, turn up. We gotta get you a we gotta get you a cup. I know, I know, I need one. How was your day? My day was good. I just came from a um a building class. I'm a vo- I'm an official construction worker volunteer. Yay! Yay. I figured I wanted to learn about my house. Right. How to build a house mm-hmm. for my house. Right. Okay. So you know it's smart. Go in there, volunteer, learn some skills. Cause you go to class and all of that stuff too. Okay. And you learn and then you actually can you work on other houses and you can become like supervisors and managers, but it's all volunteer supervisor managers. But <laughs> okay, that's kind of letting them know your skills level, you know. So <laughs> I'm excited about that. What's the project called or what organization is it? It's the um it's the re re Rehabilitate, rehabitat, ha- rehabitat. Get it right. Habitat. You trying to be supervisor? <laughs> Not yet. Right. I'm just a volunteer, but my goal. You didn't try. Supervisor. You didn't come it's, in first day, the, supervisor. Um, it's revolve habitat community. Revolve habitat community. We got started a, a tweet campaign. Star for supervisor. Revolve. <laughs> <laughs> Get them together. Revolve habitat. How long? How, yes. So they didn't make you supervisor first day on the habitat. <laughs> You know, if I come in and let them know I got me some supervisor skills, they might, you know, let me skip on up, you know. Just but being that I don't have any construction skills, See, I might want to just chill out for a little bit, learn some skills, that's why, and then move on. That's why streets mess with you, because you humble. Yeah, you streets, humble you like know, that. You know I'm out here in these streets. Shouts out to the West End. Y'all know I always shout out my community. I love the West End. Shout out to Young Dolph for coming through. I still love you for that, boo. <laughs> Young Dolph set, set it off. We set up, and then we went to Dragon Con too. Oh, that was pretty. Oh, cool. did you put up any pictures and stuff like that from Dragon Con? Yes, they're all over the Twitter. So at Heartland Hip Hop on Twitter, Buku pictures are a Dragon Con at Heartland Hip Hop on Twitter. You guys, Dragon Con was everything. We were like the official party crashers. I'm always like a spectator. Like I just see people in random costumes. We should have called you. Like right. it was so lit. Like. Really? It, I think it was more than I expected it to be because I see it every year, but I never like kind of participated like how we did. Yeah, crazy. Really, we end up going inside of the. We end up going inside of all the hotels that they had there first. First of all, Star actually got inside, got us inside the venue. 
She <laughs> sorry, so I just start getting inside the venue. I had to get a little aggressive with the door guy who was definitely bad, and he was doing his shout out to the doorman. Yep. Was it the Marriott when we first went into? But we, yeah, but we wasn't gonna be stopped. We were not gonna be stopped, but he <laughs> put up a hell of a fight, you know. But we had to lie our way through there, and we pretty much did what we had to do to get in there. Party crashed, nice. and we we went we without any badges or tickets. You can clearly see that we did not. Have each event through each hotel <laughs> through each walkway and turned up through it's the whole shame. goddamn thing wow. it's insane because we should really just be on some media stuff anyway it's just let's go inside right right because we we bigging them up we the we was the oh i feel like i was a black it i feel like there's buku like buku couples buku groups of two people groups of five people I don't think I saw a black man and a black woman <laughs> in like any of these congregations I think right. we were the only, together. We were the only black couple, even though we were pretending to be a couple right. to kind of get through. But swear, swear we, God. Were, we were we, only like, black even if there was a fivesome, there wasn't like a black fivesome with two black people. Right. It was like it was very, very much like uh, a multicultural a, yeah, thing. Yeah, I, did, I was, very, was, I didn't think there was that many white people in Atlanta, Georgia, for a second. I don't know how they. Well, you know, they all there. came from everywhere, though. They came from everywhere. It was one. It was so. It was such a good time. They gave me a free cup of beer. Nice. That was pretty lit. He almost why. damn died for that free cup of beer. I don't know what happened. He was like, oh, I ain't got to pay for it. But we already were drinking. Hell yeah. So the beer kind of was like the top off. Yeah. Because he started oh, yeah. drying out after a while. He he wasn't hanging in there like right. me. And then that beer kind of piled right. him back up. He that's was like, yeah. Yeah, that's back in my young days. Oh, the Heineken used to finish me off. <laughs> Over the edge. I could conquer the world. <laughs> Back in my heydays. Back, I, I, I went back going in, so I went back in on the uh, on the free. I think it was a uh, four twenty lager by Sweetwater. Mm-hmm. Oh still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what it was. It was white people beer. Right. I was feeling all kind of excited, <laughs> like I was in a concert. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely did take some pictures with uh, with uh, Buku people that had no idea who they were. I took a guy that looked like the guy a picture with the guy that looked like the guy from Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Skeletor. Wow. I took with Captain Morgan. I took a picture with. Wow. I ended up taking a picture with some robots. Um, it was pretty. Who else I take a picture with? That, that giant lady. I took a picture with a giant lady. Yeah, that was a. Um, she was like a world, world destroyer. I don't know what she was trying to be. Or a transformer looking type thing, but it was not. Lit. But it was great. It was um, her butt was out definitely. Her butt was big, bro. <laughs> she had like a wide booty. <laughs> Me and oh. Brandon were just like, "Well, damn." Did you get a picture of that? We were too, we were too busy looking at the yeah. damn ass to get a picture. We were just like, "That's a big wide ass," and right. she was pretty tall. She was a big woman. She was like an Amazon. Wow. It was it was very much on theme. A lot of cheeks were out right at this year. One oh, dude yeah. had on. They showed a lot of skin. One dude had on his um his pass was over his ass crack. That was his pass. So imagine you should. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but br- I you told Brandon that I'm we like, should why? wear see through yeah, costumes said, no. with our ass cheeks out. I said, he he no. didn't agree. I figured that would have been one of the that best might costumes there. That might work for you. I think you should have tried his ass out too. I don't know if it's hairy or not. I don't know what, what it is. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't you know what it is. Put some boxes on and then be see through. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I, know. I wanted him to wear a speedo. <laughs> 
So I go back next year. Not going. Yes, yeah, speedo, back? speedo, and see through. Yes, yeah, I just never understood. Like people, they just they really love it. I remember when I first came to Atlanta. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Why what is everybody? Is in, it? Why everybody in costumes? Trust me, you you if you went, you probably you would have had the time of your life. You could tell that people were there looking like, what the. F- is this right but at the same time it was like this shit is lit too yeah. at the same time like yeah we're it's in this experience. bitch yeah like it'll be something that kind of like you you should get into the kind yeah. of experience oh yeah i'll go try back anything once i'll dress up i'll get the official pass i would do it all i would put it on the meet i'll be media i'll be hip-hop for that shit they need some people <laughs> like me down there talking that two chain shit right i don't know i'll just be out there doing something extravagant for the culture I think it'd be a great idea for us to go down there. Yeah, it'd be good. We I'll brought be the there. chef down there. We, we, we need we need to try that. Hip hop food I and do culture. Some crunches. If you're talking about see through, honey, I need to do some crunches or something. Look, they're they're not gonna judge Word. you there. You should have seen me. some of those damn people. Man. No, I judge me first. So oh, they yeah. Had, well, yeah. <laughs> they had Asian Superman. They had Asian Superman was skinny really? as shit. So if he can make it out here, right? <laughs> and this girl, oh big, yes. <laughs> And yeah. big and big whitey big body robot, and they had literally had this dude. Um, they had dudes in all kinds of. You remember the shapes. creepy cat <laughs> that you didn't like? You didn't yeah. want to take a picture with. I thought he was the cutest. It Hell was like no. the weirdest cat looking man, like that. That oh, it's some weirdos. It was some weird shit right. going. There's on. There's this dude that's standing in the corner. Swear to God. Mm-hmm. This dude was standing in the corner by himself in a clown costume with a balloon on a stick. No. See, that's one thing. <laughs> oh, no, that shit looks scary. We yeah. were looking at him like... I don't do clowns. Like, I'm spamming a movie with the clowns. With the clowns killing people? I, I he don't... looked like one of those damn clowns. Mm-hmm. Me and me and Bree was like... My kid's not allowed to have We're characters. not taking a picture with you, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, Hell and no. he just stared. He was Star just looking at us like... I got the picture. Sorry, you Look, took the picture with him. fuck you, bro. Fuck you. <laughs> I, did, I, I definitely was oh, a fuck I, with him. I, I, got the, I took a picture with him? Yeah, I got him on my phone. Damn. Let me see. Let me see. You must have been twisted. Oh, I don't even was, remember. I remember looking was at him. Scary. Oh, I did. Cause oh, I did take a picture with him. Cause Brandon was like, "Hell no, I ain't taking no picture with him." I was like, "Oh, yeah. let me do it. Let me do it." She definitely. Very he was scary. He was scary. My kids not want to have clowns. No characters. No nothing. <laughs> I don't know what's behind it. Oh hell no! This like the movie. <laughs> That's what you I'm saying. Sitting next to him. Oh hell let no! Let me see. I don't even remember Ooh. how he. Hell no! <laughs> oh shit! I look scared. You do. I, that's why what, did you let me do that? It was in a public place. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> it looks fucking crazy. <laughs> so oh I was. God. I was. You gonna, see how he holding his hand? Like yeah. I was going to be my you. victim tonight. I would punch him. It was no way in hell. Oh, it's lit. This is okay. So I'm. These are star. You didn't put none of these pictures up. This is. Did you put any picture up on Thick is Vegan? So they may be on Thick is Vegan. This is Star's pictures um, from Dragon Con. Dragon Con goes over a year on Labor Day. You keep that tongue out, girl. Labor Day. Oh, I was so messed up. Everything was either me looking crazy or with my tongue out. This is, this is. I'm showing there's a breakdowns contest at Dragon Con. Shut up. I got a mean robot. What? Oh, you need to show her the video when I got this on stage. That's it? No, the video. You on stage, but this video is definitely at B Diddy Radio. They can see this video. Oh, they so, can see that one. It's a video of Quail Man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you talking about song? the zombie contest? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, the, the dance off. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that Quail good. Man. Having a, he's doing a Dougie, and he's like he's very Midwestern looking. Right. He's very like very much a baby uh, loyal oil in his hair looking, and then they had the Asian um, guy with his shirt off with the back tattoos that just had on a little bit too much sheer. 
<laughs> he was down there. It's all kind of weirdos. Then you had this guy who was definitely trying to be black. I don't know. I think he was black as he can be, but he wasn't the best dancer in his crew. Like, I'm I'm narrating this video for the people out there. I hope, oh, they, hope they can appreciate this. Oh, then here go Asian Tattoo Man. Oh, shucks. He was getting it. He definitely. Sure was. He's definitely out there just trying to show his meat off. <laughs> he was definitely on the Excuse me, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little, a little big Vienna. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> he was out there. What about my lawyer? Is that how No, you, you telling the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I, was like, I had to it. cut it off a little bit into his set. Yeah, was that, that was Wiener Popper everywhere. He was out yeah. here killing it for the culture. Oh, that shit was Dragon Con. Dragon Con was it. it was Labor Day crazy. weekend was pretty fun. It was pretty lit. Luda Day weekend. You do anything Labor Day weekend, Chef? You really want to know what I did? I, if it, if um, I know it involves some culinaries. Right? No, my what house tried to good. kill me. No, I was dealing the issue oh, the house. What? Oh, yeah. What happened that weekend? You my, told me about it. Yeah, I, my, I'm sorry to hear about it. I really... Yeah, but I thank God we're alive, though. My, my boiler been leaking carbon monoxide since 2014, and the company came and was supposed to fix it. I don't know how it was supposed to look. And um, my, my pilot let, went out, so Gas South came out to relight it, and they said they couldn't light it because it's installed property. So I had to call my property manager, have them come out, look at it, and stuff like that. Me and my kids been living in the house for two years. I've been sick. My daughter started getting seizures. My other daughter been having stomach issues, feeling dizzy. We all been sick and couldn't put our finger on it. I've been doing research, and all of this is all because of a carbon monoxide leak. This that is, they claim to have fixed. Correct. So are we going to, you know, call the authorities on this Yeah, time? I've been doing my due diligence and I'm basically doing my research. I reached out to a few attorneys. But the only thing is in Gwinnett County, they don't have a code where the landlord have to um, basically have the repairs and stuff up to par. There's a difference. In every other, other county they wow, have. Wow, that's Gwinnett County, they don't have nothing where they can give violations. So I've been working aimlessly to try to get this resolved. Because yeah. Because we could have died. At least could pay for, like, you know, medical attention and stuff like that or something right. when you guys can go get seen because that's just crazy. Right, right. So that's what I've been doing. But I thank God I'm alive. So what are some of the alive. ways? Maybe you can just yeah. help some people out out there who's listening. Basically, I mean, only way it can happen is if you go get an inspector to come check to make sure your house is safe because carbon monoxide is a smellless gas. Like, it kills you in your sleep. And what are some of the symptoms you guys were having? We was feeling dizzy. We was feeling um, nausea. I was feeling heart palpitation. Um, you get different mood swings, um, vomiting. It's just, <gasps> it's so many different things, oh symptoms gosh. that could come. And you're thinking maybe. Don't they have a tester for it too that you can buy like a tester, like a carbon monoxide tester? Right? Well, I have a carbon monoxide um, detector in my house, but it didn't go off. So I don't know what the heck is going on. When that guy came, he said, this is unsafe. Y'all need to leave. And I cannot relight it until it gets fixed properly. Right. So I've been in a hotel. I've been out of water, hot water for seven days. So who's paying for the hotels? I'm paying for it, but I'm taking, they didn't want to even put me up. So I'm paying for it and they're going to have to reimburse me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I need you to go ahead. Because when I moved down here, I just asked, you know, let me rent because I could see what I want and where I really want to be. So next year, I could buy my house and then I'm staying. You know what I mean? I Mm -hmm. chose Gwinnett because of the crime rate and stuff like that. I want to put my kids in a good environment. And y'all almost killed me. Come to the West End, baby. I'm coming. <laughs> Come you still gonna get you. You gonna get some good education. You are gonna be around. You, you know, black, beautiful right. people. I love my people. Yes, nice, nice people. community over there in the West End. Yeah, so that's so, what I did. Shout out to the West End. I like Cascade Road. 
They got they got a whole bunch of rich black people that live in Cascade. Like millionaire. Really? Like I'm, yeah. Nice. I'm talking like Cam Newton's people over there. See, like I'm it's still really learning nice. Georgia, so I gotta travel around. Yeah. I'm going around on GPS. That's how I'm making we it. We might need to do a, a city travel Tour. event. Like yeah. let her see what's up. Harley, just just look. even go through just going through the housing community and see right. how the houses are. Right. Been, I'm out of town. I've been here three years, and in my three years, I've traveled a lot, and I know five good places to live in Atlanta. Right. Straight up and down, I can show you around five good places. That could be a Heartland tour. All right, let's do oh, it. Oh, that'd we be can, cool. Be, we, if we can get some cameras out, and I just go on and show you Atlanta, I get right. to talk my shit. Right. <laughs> well, I right. definitely got to be there, because there ain't going to be too much shit talking about Atlanta, okay? Uh, I talk my shit. It's going to need to be a peach in that car, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, of course, Star is invited. Of course, Star is invited, but she I know. better be invited. Oh, I, well, yeah. hell going to break loose. <laughs> Better, she is the queen. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. The, the star talker shit. Well, this is <laughs> this is heartlandpodcast.com. So what we do on the podcast, we are into your intro section. We just kind of like went on and on. I had a good time. Give me five. All right. Give me five stars. So what we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about Colin Kaepernick. We're going to talk about the show Atlanta on FX. We're going to also talk about some serious things. We're going to talk about. This, the trial recently with the Stanford um, swimmer. Mm-hmm. And then also, I want to talk about a new movie come out called, called Birth of a Nation. And I'm yeah. going to play some audio clips from the air and that stuff. It's going to be pretty dope. So, this is heartlandpodcast.com. Make sure everybody follows me at BDD Radio. And we're going to get into this podcast. Let's do it. <laughs> back and we back this is your man charles barkley and this is another episode of the heartlandpodcast.com you got more names than diddy i, can't keep up. <laughs> <laughs> I, charles barkley. I just like i just like to say him because he really doesn't have no black friends i heard so, 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 I guess that's the key to getting money. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about he, he it. He got black friends. Come on, you you heard his song when he was like fucking with them white folks. Now I'm richer than them white folks. He that was in black, Char- Charles bl- Barkley. Charles Barkley. That's the basketball player. No, yeah, no. I'm talking about Charles Barkley, a oh, basketball oh, player. My bad, my bad, my bad. Did he? You 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 fucking with the black people? <laughs> Charles, I'm just playing around. I really like uh, Charles Barkley. So black, but he doesn't have no black friends. It kind of confuses me. Oh yeah, I heard about me. that. It's just very interesting to me. Oh, he. I, I have no idea. Yeah, but he's so black. They though. talk about him not having black friends and yeah. kind of like not being a part of the black community. Wow. Too involved in the black community, but he's not one of those people that I want to kind of like focus my energy on. He's not that important to me. Right. It's it's really like I'm Charles Barkley at the same time. <laughs> Fuck Charles Barkley. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's hip hop, man. <laughs> Fuck Charles Barkley. <laughs> He gets to that too loud because he might oh, hear that shit. Fuck him. <laughs> so we're going to talk about some other things in sports. Also, some things that people are uh, making some big noise in sports. Uh, Colin Kaepernick. Yes. Colin, 
that's my baby daddy shouts out like you are so fine only because you stood up for us and you made us look beautiful like we really are and you remember i told you about football players that i feel like they're like the bimbles like the blonde head bimbles. yeah i remember i, I, I played football. i don't think that way about him <laughs> I just love how you he uses smile. power. I just love he uses power. That's what more people need to do. If you're in that position, you need to use your power and stand for something or fall for anything. So I'm with him. Fuck the national anthem. Because I mean, I remember when I was in school. Yeah. I I'm like, why am I standing here doing this? I'm not doing this. I used to sit down. This is back in um elementary school, and I never. I don't feel connected to this life. I, it's weird to be in America. Yeah, we have freedom, but it's just I feel like. I belong somewhere else. Did y'all know there's a third verse in National Anthem that says, talking about slavery? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, you, you, Have you ever heard it? No, let me hear Star, it. Star, you ever heard that verse? Um, Probably, just never paid attention to it. So right. the, the third verse in the National Anthem actually was written by Francis Scott Key. Do you know what Francis Scott Key, when he wrote the, wrote the National Anthem? No, enlighten me. So Francis Scott Key wrote the National Anthem. During the Battle of 1812, the War of 1812, which was between who? Do you know who? God, really? <laughs> I'm just asking. Wait, history ask majors. I told, I told Brandon to quit doing that and just school us. Like he, he's one of those, do you know? Do you know? Do you know? I'm going to just school you. Siri, no. Let me ask Siri. I'm going to just school you. Cause so, uh, so the Star Spangled Banner actually has a third verse in it that actually talks about slavery. Because it was during the War of 1812, which was between the United States in England. So England actually had a clause in there. He said anybody who wants to be in the um Ameri- fight f- for England actually can go and be a free slave. So thousands of black people actually went to fight for the English. Mm-hmm. So what would happen was that they would actually have slave c- uh, catchers come and kill these guys cuz you're fighting for the English. So that was what the third verse was about was actually keeping the black people enslaved from actually from actually going and being a so part of you go the and tradition. you you go and you do this you fight thinking you're going to be free and they still enslave your ass in some type of way no they kill you they'll find they you, you they'll find you and they'll kill you after they found out that you were the thir- that even you. though that's a part of the national anthem that's a part of the th- that's a part of the national anthem the third verse of the national anthem, and I'm trying to find this. I had a picture of it. Damn it, man! Can y'all keep keep uh, can y'all keep the conversation going real quick while I figure it, while I pull this up real quick? Of course, of course. But my thing is, they only give us. You, you remember, what was that song? The um, it's just like one of those like classic songs that we sing. Um, Ring around the rosy. Or let freedom. Uh, let. Uh, let freedom ring so thank you but he uh let freedom ring you know we don't sing the whole song and that's just like the national anthem we we kind of only you know focus on it and we don't get the whole gist of it and i feel like we should go more in depth with these things so we can actually understand what what we're saying Mm -hmm. um before we stand up in mm-hmm. front of all of these people and we put our hand over our heart. Right. And, you know, say that we're being patriot to this country that really <laughs> has that. That erased our history. Even right. the Statue of Liberty is not supposed to be what it is right now because features was of a black woman. And it was too much black, so they had to go back, re-alter it. They altered it down. 
Right. So that's why I don't go to Stone Mountain. I'm not supporting you. You won't catch me on the mountain. I don't give it how much weight I'm going to lose. I'm not going up there. I'm not supporting that. I don't go to the Statue of Liberty. It's just certain things. Like, they just erase our history. But I think it's up to us to really preserve it and bring it to light. Bring it to light. Um, educate our kids. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel like build more communities. Yeah. You know, have those community meetings, those groups that let you know, like, look, what your history is and what you should stand for and what you should because some people just don't know. Right. So this is Obama on a third verse of National Anthem. Closely, but I, uh, you know, my understanding at least is is that uh, he's exercising his constitutional right to make a statement. I think there's a long history of sports figures doing so. Um, I think there are a lot of ways you can do it uh, as, as a general matter. Uh, when it comes to the flag and the national anthem and uh, the meaning that that holds for our men and women in uniform and, and, and those who fought for us, um, you know, that is uh, a tough thing for them to get past to then hear uh, what his deeper concerns are. But I don't doubt his sincerity based on what I've heard. I think he cares about uh, some real, legitimate issues that have to be talked about. Um, and you know, if nothing else, what he's done is he's generated uh, you know, more conversation around some topics that need to be talked about. So one topic that I think you need to talk about of Mr. is this third verse of the National Anthem, okay? The third verse of the National Anthem says this. No refuge could save the hurling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. And the star-spangled banner triumph in doth wave over the land of the free and the home of the brave. Okay? So that is very, that's a little poetic license in there. It does. So no refuge could save. Mm-hmm. The refuge you're talking about was the British. Mm-hmm. The hurling and slave. The slave, mm-hmm. the black man, from the terror of flight or gloom of the grave. So gloom, so he called him killing black people. Right, right. And this is our national anthem. No I had no idea that this was our national anthem. Did you did you know that that was they they talked about literally not this not figuratively talking right. about They're slavery. Killing yeah, there's no escape. Literally saying killing slaves in the national anthem. Mm-hmm. And this is something that we just posted like we're supposed to stand to. And supposed to stand to. And I yeah. never did it. I don't agree with that. Yeah, that's crazy though. When I was young, I, I I didn't like it. I don't know why, but I didn't like it. I was like, you I'm know, not doing that's this. A, that's you got why so? Because that's crazy, isn't it? I like, never did it. From I was, I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, why am I? N- nothing represents us. You know what I mean? From young, I didn't do it. I had to sit down in the class teacher and could get up. No. Imagine all of the artists, the black. Um, artists that have stood at Brave Games, that have mm-hmm. stood at the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, that have, you know, sung this damn song with their life. That's true. Beyonce um, is known for singing the national anthem. Whitney Houston. Great. Everybody. Whitney Houston. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Marvin Gaye. Uh, all Marv- of these great people. We, that All these not, great black I, people. I believe all these that they did not know, just like I was telling her. 
just you know you have to sing that whole song you have to read the whole song not just that one part that's popular to everybody you gotta actually go into it for what it is and know what you're singing or know what you're reading and you know what you're standing up for Mm -hmm. francis scott key was also a known slave owner Actually, and know I found out too that J.P. Morgan Chase used to own slaves, mm. or who's somebody else used to own slaves? Like they tra- no, excuse what? me, Georgetown University used to own slaves. That's the big thing that just came. Oh out. wow, I didn't yeah. know that. Georgetown University used to own slaves. They traded their slaves in to pay off some debts in the 1860s. Nothing surprises me. And be- before they before I didn't know that. Well, Georgetown, mm-hmm. it's not it's not escapable from anything. Like I can see. Well, I'm not J.P. saying Morgan it is, Chase, but, but I doubt. I just wasn't knowledgeable, knowledge about. It's, Georgetown. It's, I mean, neither. I, I was in. I was surprised that some institution like Georgetown would associate right. with religious and being the best thing for black people. You know, like being abolitionist. So, if you think of Georgetown University, the first thing that comes to mind is like abolitionist, mm-hmm. educated, scholarly, mm-hmm. but not white slave owners. Not right. white slave owners. Yeah. So damn it, man. So corruption wow. everywhere. So if Colin Kaepernick got to take a knee to get some some, that's what I want people to feel. This like if Colin Kaepernick, if you feel this that Colin Kaepernick is right, hashtag tweet us. Let us know. Let Colin Kaepernick know that you support him too. Right. Because a lot of people going around not supporting Colin Kaepernick on the internet. Like one thing I really saw that was really powerful to me was they had hashtag veterans for Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. The veterans for Kaepernick was actually a campaign where they actually had veterans in a uniform, black, white. You know what I'm saying? Asian, all kind of veterans saying they actually fought in this country for people like Colin Kaepernick to have the right to actually take a knee during the National Anthem. And I like how he adjusted to him from sitting, just taking a knee. And I think that's a lot more. We damn near wound, we wounded. Right. So if we're going to say play something for our National Anthem, that's a perfect symbol to me. Right there, if you're going to take a knee during the National Anthem, right. that's a that's the best thing he could have did. Because right. I can see people like if you're an athlete and you say, like, this shit's fucked up out here right now. I'm going to take a knee. This is my country still. It's not perfect. I saw one thing that I saw that somebody said um, that was great. Everything that's wrong with America can be fixed by everything that's right with America. So we just got to keep that in mind, too. I think everybody want to be politically correct, and they don't want to speak. Like Even when our president talks, he has to choose his words wisely. Because if not, people are going to scrutinize him and say he's this, say he's that. Yeah. Freedom of goddamn speech. Say how you feel and say what you mean, and that's it. Like You can't keep covering dirt over shit. You know what I mean? Like It's mm-hmm. time to expose it. And I mean, we're in 2016, for Christ's sake. We're not slaves no more. We're free. We have a right to say how we feel. But yeah. our ancestors went through. You know what I mean? And what we're still going through today and what right. we're going through in our communities it's like wait the fuck up excuse my language and i mean this is hip-hop hey, podcast okay great it so, goes down it goes down. all right i mean just like speak your truth yeah. speak your truth and you can't hide it and i don't want to be politically politically correct on my emotions and my feelings and what i feel is right and wrong so i'm gonna speak how i feel and yeah. bottom line no and that's something too with the birth of nation movie coming out that's another oh, example that's deep the things that we couldn't talk about before that were that we're almost like we couldn't talk about we had slave rebellions. You know that there's tons of slave rebellions. Mm-hmm. Five people were fighting ever since they were captured. They want to make it seem like when we were captured that we like that we just laid down. We submitted, yeah. No hell no, man. First we, of all, we're black. Them. Ain't no black king or queen gonna submit. I know. I sure we won't. were built. Ain't to, no person to gonna lead. submit. I don't think it's been no. Per- it's been no people in the history of the world that just submit to slavery. So for us, to, for them to put that on black people is the most is the is the biggest insult to me. That's what I'm saying. It's almost devaluing 
our humanity. Mm -hmm. That's what they're doing. If not to matter of fact that we are kings and queens, so right. you definitely can't devalue that humanity right. right there. But they did try to break a black man down by raping his woman in front of him or killing his kids, and you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they they took that power. Not that we was afraid, but they just came in power and in numbers and just took over everything, which is crazy to me. Like I just don't understand that. Like, why? What makes you any better because of color of our skin that we didn't have no choice of? We're just born into this world. Mm -hmm. So what makes you more superior than us? It's they they uh they oh, sorry they hate no, they good. hate they hate everything about us. That's what I was telling somebody back in the day when they had Michael Jackson gloves. Mm -hmm. That if you used to go to a club with Michael Jackson glove, I bet you they used to kick you out the club just for a Michael Jackson glove. They used to kick you out for hammer pants, right? Mm -hmm. Now, anything retrospect about hammer pants dangerous, or is it just that it's black? It's black. It's that's what that's what it was. It was that's what hip hop is to them. Like I can go to a club. Right now, it's 2016. Some clubs you can not get in with Tim's, but mm -hmm. you can get in with Doc Martens. Right. Now, if that's not the fear of the black man, then what, tell me what is. Because they want it, for that, they want the grown man. A young boy's going to be wearing all the Jordans and stuff like that. So if you ain't your grown man, then that means you ain't going to tear my establishment up. That's how but they it's, perceive but, it. But it's grown black man. Right. Because a grown white man wears Doc Martens. Right. A grown white man's accepted at any age. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? That's... That's a different. That's the racism behind it. That that kind of separates us. The that, white they privilege. Right. They don't. They don't see that they're when with um, we see it in we see it in co uh, corporate dress code. Mm -hmm. Where I've seen corporate dress code, where I see something that's blatantly black associated. That's be and there's be more black associated images. Like it'd be like bullshit, like a Run DMC chain. Right. I'm like, hold on. Right. <laughs> y'all didn't just outline this right. for who, yeah. who did y'all have that made y'all outlaw Run DMC chains? I'm sure it wasn't white people that was out there rocking right. rocking the, the dookie chain and while you taking like, calls. And it's kind of like when you see those limitations placed on us, don't go to those fucking establishments. You exactly. don't have to go there. Exactly. Turn it, around, listen, go somewhere else where they love you, where you're welcome. Everything that's right with America is there, everything that's wrong with America can be fixed with everything that's right with America. And I'm saying that this for my people, too. I've seen black men when I've been in meetings with other black men, with other positive, so-called positive people, when I seen the dude walking past and he's sagging, then they start chastising him mm -hmm. instead of inviting the brother into the room for the conversation. Right, it was and about then Marcus Garvey, him. right? Mm -hmm. they, but they, so there, there's this is a, a something that is on both sides of it too. I wanted to bring that too. There's a lot of people like, for example, y'all hear about Pete Rock? Pete Rock actually. Mm -mm. What do you do? Pete Rock and um, Young Dolph was at the Young Dolph listening party. So Young Dolph, who's your, one of your favorite rappers recently, Star? Young Dolph. Young Dolph. Duh. Just listening party. Shake Stars World. And guess who was hating on it? A legend was hating on your listening party. So Ooh. Pete Rock. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you did say that he mentioned something about that. Yeah, so he was hating on Young Dolph's listening party. So, right, he was like, Young Dolph's got a song talking about being a rich crack baby, right? Mm -hmm. his, he was actually a crack baby, mm -hmm. and he actually is not rich. Mm -hmm. And he was rapping about his story. Right. His real life story, and he had a child that was up there, right? Now, keep in mind, I don't like the whole thing about keeping everything for children. I know you have children, but, you know, some things ain't for the kids. Right. So why does everything got to be for the kids? If somebody wants to expose their kids to something not for the kids, whose fault is it? Right. Is is it the adults that's doing it, or is it the kids' fault? Or is it the, the, it's the parents that are exposed? So if you're going so you're going to tag So if you let your kids listen to Bernie, um, Bernie Mac, mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're going to be mad at Bernie Mac? Right. That's what I felt like Pete Rock was doing. He was being mad at Young Dolph. For being Young Dolph, he was a rich crack baby. Now he drives a Rolls Royce and smokes weed all the time. He's hip hop. Mm 
Right. Like grow up. You you like you. see that's where it's touchy though because like we evolve, but I mean a lot of things we can't hide our kids from no one because everything's at a touch of a fingertip. There's the exposed they have access to everything. So like stuff that I know I won't listen to because I, I yeah. feel like if you learn something, it won't be from me because I know I'm gonna show you the that's, right way. That's called raising your kids. Right, but then, but think <laughs> don't, don't let young Dolph raise <laughs> your kids. Right, but right, right, right. But when that's I that's your favorite about, rapper, but is Star go, is he gonna be around your? <laughs> I don't hell kids? no. <laughs> I don't know who he is. I feel old. I'm only 36, but then I think back to you down with OPP. Yeah, you know me. I was rocking to that about 12 years old. Yeah, me. OPP. I don't know nothing about that. (laughs) I've always been down with OPP. That's the circle of life. Music evolved. We evolved, and this is the culture, and this is what it is now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So certain things like I was saying, my daughter singing trap queen. You ain't no goddamn trap queen. What? To turn that off, or um, what's the other one? There's so many of them. The, the dude to chef it up. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hannah Montana. That's Migos. No. Oh, I hate it. It's your cooking song. dance. Versace. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Chef no, it. Not you cut need it. to cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. I saw this little kid break. That was tight. all about drugs. That's all about bricks. <laughs> this little kid. No, so that- don't let don't let OT Genesis raise your kids. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. This is not the. So when Pete Rock was mad. Pete Rock was laughing his comments. He just don't get it. Mm-hmm. He's saying. Why are y'all paying attention to me? I thought you wasn't relevant. We like, we don't think that is not that you relevant. We laughing that you so relevant, Pete Rock. You're such a legend and you don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't be about Quentin Tarantino about this. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You let them rock out. Like white people get to be all kind of great artists sometimes. And I'd be like, God damn, man. Right. Like this is what Colin Kaepernick was talking about. Y'all right. even let the goddamn national anthem. I don't even like that song. Like I really have um, God Bless America. That's my favorite one. God bless America. It's like a superhero song for. It's like it's like a superhero song for United yeah. States of America. We need that type of shit. That would be a great one. Yeah, we don't need these. What would be your national anthem, Chef? What be if it if we now first you can have a black national anthem. Mm-hmm. Yep, we can talk about some Pan Africanism. Pan Africanism. We can talk about there's a Pan Africanist national anthem. If it was just I some song know. that black people should just. All around the world, she'd be like, you know what? Sing a different song. Different That's different why song. they say Black Nation. What? The sing, movie. Sing it. What, what, what song in are you talking movie, about? In the movie, when I saw, okay, so in the, what's the name of the whole movie? Rebirth of a Rebirth Nation. Rebirth of a Nation. Um, There was a scene in the, uh, you know, like I was just watching a trailer part and it was just like, we're going to sing a different song. Keep in mind, one of the main characters, um, which is. Nat Turner. Nat. His name is Nat Parker or Nat Turner? Nate Parker. Nathan Nate, Parker. Nathan Parker. Allegedly, uh, he apologized for raping somebody allegedly back yeah. in that day. And that was, was a, I, I was looked very, at that too. That was just was crazy. Kind of uh, that was like, what, 1999 and they brought it back up. Okay, this His is my. This ain't working no more. This is, just, this is my concept on that. All of a sudden, 1999, you bring that back up now on a movie that they said it's going to be award winning. It's going to win so many awards. He just it's going to be crazy. He just got switches. I think he's going I think it's going to be okay. But he just can't use the 1999 answers in 2016. You got to come up with new answers. He like changed he, it up. Yeah. The face Did you did you listen to his Facebook speech? I got listen. I I'm rocking with him. Now keep my I I've, I've been appreciating his effort. So I haven't heard it, but I'm rocking with it. It was effort. great. It was pretty much he switched it up and he empathized with the victim be the accused victim Mm -hmm. um and saying that at the time he was more so kind of concerned with you know proving his innocence so he was not 
empathetic towards you know her and right. he wanted to let people know i am empathetic towards that like even in the movie that he's playing and it was about you know people being women females being raped and um gabrielle union who is one of the stars in the movie she was raped. didn't know that oh. um so he 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 made it clear that he was you know, very sensitive towards the fact of what which which was what was going on with her. However, yeah. he was in the situation where he was trying to prove his innocence and you know, he was kinda of more focused on that and he didn't want it to seem like he was just insensitive at all and didn't care so, empathize with the accused victim. And I wanna let something that people know. Some things I was thinking about today, Chef, some things we aren't always rape. Mm-hmm. Are, excuse me. It's not about Always being black, sometimes it's about being a rapist, mm-hmm. such yeah. as the, oh, the oh, Stanford definitely. the Stanford swimmer. I'm not so mad that he was white. I'm fact that mad that he got off three months for raping somebody. Right. Six months. He no, he did three months. Sorry, three excuse months. me. He so did, they they sentenced him six months, but he only did three. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just got a deal like this week. Cause cause they think he's going to the Olympics. This man no, better cap. No, 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 he's not going to Olympics. Like, he he's not that good. Again. He's just extra white. Right, but they cut him off. He went to Stanford. So see, cause you did you read some of the articles where it pretty much said that you know he they didn't want to ruin his future and the judge thought that that would yeah. really completely mess him up and you know it was just kind of like how the hell you go from a six year, fourteen years I think he could have got from a six to fourteen year yeah. sentence to six months and you only stayed in there for three. You know what his father said? He hate that twenty sec twenty minutes of his life ruined his whole life. A yeah, minute, a twenty minute, minute uh, a quickie, a twenty minutes. It was very insulting, like right. a twenty minute bang or some type of weird thing. He said, yeah. um, "Ruined twenty years of his son's life." And it was kind of like, first of all, Cut you it. asshole, you should have taught your son what it meant to actually not, not fuck somebody unconscious okay behind a garbage can behind a garbage can and his excuse was he was from ohio and they didn't have all of that and then when they look up the research Mm -hmm. you was in ohio on fucking all types of other drugs and experiment with acid and weed and also you i'm I'm so sorry the oil thing the um dabs or dibs or whatever they call it. right so how could you not be experiencing what rape culture is real i'm i have an example of rape culture that's not the best it was. I guess I never heard. First of all, there's plenty of examples of rape culture in hip hop, right? And all kinds of like the sexual acts of, of uh, like the Terror Squad, where they had Buku. That's your city, New York, New York City. They had that thing called. It, they used to have like train train running sessions for for, for that, and then they end up having um. Well, they something else that they had. I can't do that. Then they had um, <laughs> that was something that was more rape culture, right? Now that's kind of it's cool if it's consenting people, but I used to remember some of those stories. They didn't have people being drunk in those stories, like back in the day, like people getting trains around them while they're being drunk. I don't know. That's what I feel like. That's part of the whole legend. I hate to put you remember that on the, the date rape drug. I was almost raped. That put, that's I, crazy by my brother's friend. Like I never see? forget. Like we was at a house almost right. Almost. Let me tell you the story. I never forget. But see, I'm a I'm a beast. So we went to my we had a um went to a house party or whatever. Got turned the hell up or whatever. So my brother Frank gave us a ride home or whatever. But I knew he was a little creep though. Like he always, you know, what I'm saying, with no matter the little kids, older woman or whatever. So it was a group of my friends. So we dropped us off. So he came 
I was on the couch sleep. He came in. No, I was in the living room. Matter of fact, he came. He's like, your brother might get he upstairs. So I went back to the couch or whatever, watching TV. I fell asleep. I woke up. I'm like, what the hell is feeling so good? What the hell is that? He was sucking my breast. I said, hold the fuck up. Like, you wow. just violated me. I said, if you don't get the fuck out of my house right now, I'm going to scream right now. Yo, I tell y'all, punch, punch him in his goddamn face. Yo, you I, I did. I punched the hell out of him. I said, that, that was straight violation for me. But I knew my strength as a woman. And I knew who he was. You know what I mean? You can't be creepy like that, especially if, if you ain't talking to no girl like that. That's not your girl. But you he can't was be older than me. I was like 16, and he was like 25. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? He officially a child molester a rapist yeah well and I tell you I went off and if I would have really screamed my brother would have came downstairs all of them would have whipped his ass that, was, that is a child molester a I rapist never told him either. a pervert that is like a sexual misconduct he's crime. everything yeah. you can get with, if I didn't wake up it I know it would have went further see guy, you can get hit with a charge for that so you should not do that that's definitely something that people I remember there's a song, remember talking about wait, putting dicks on girls' heads when they're waking up? Yes. That could be a charge. <laughs> what that's, the it's hell? It's funny. It's funny because it's- I don't remember that. You don't remember that? I remember that being a part of the culture I for, just feel for like I get, music for a little bit. I just get I remember that. by people like- It's very creepy shit me. that happens in music I'm, sometimes. That's probably why I don't remember. I don't, I'm don't. i not a part of that creep squall at remembering shit. I don't so, remember So then you have the Stanford, the Stanford Raper. Who just gets off for six months, and people want to focus on the white part, and not focus on the rape part. You know right. what I'm saying? Oh, they're way kind of, more focused on the rape part because at the end of the day, that twelve-page letter, the twelve-page letter that the victim wrote, like explicit detail, like deep down inside, like her emotional. Never, never even heard this letter, Star. But why they call him Stanford? So whoever he should be just the guy. She, she, yeah, the letter. Right. Look, the exactly. letter. It was a twelve-page letter that the victim wrote mm-hmm. and explained what he did, how he did it, mm-hmm. and how it made her feel. You know, laying there naked with no clothes on behind a garbage can, violated, being violated, violated. and being discovered by two men. You know, like and you're uh, unconscious. You know. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. She's in a relationship. And like she's in a relationship. She has a boyfriend that she lives with. And imagine how that's gonna affect their relationship. That's gonna now. affect their relationship horribly, you know. And this guy, this young man that decided to make a choice that he's gonna he's gonna get off scot free. Pretty much he got off scot free. And he's gonna live a normal life and probably go off, marry marry a woman and have kids. This other, the lady, the victim, she's damaged for mm-hmm. life. She even stated, she said, this is this is a lifetime deal for me. Right. You know, it's it's a six-month deal for you, but I have to deal with this for Forever. a lifetime. Right. What if she would have got pregnant or he had STDs or anything like that? The so, long-term effect. Uh, so, I, talking about people getting pregnant from rape, did, I read a stat. No, it was on the news. They said 32,000 women get pregnant from rape, rape in the year. Wow. That's a fuck. And That's people, a lot. Young people, women die of AIDS in a year. Right, seventeen thousand. Wow. So more than twice the amount of women get pregnant from rape in this country than die from AIDS. AIDS. Wow. In this country, and now which one have you heard about? You haven't heard shit about, about rape. That, you haven't heard shit about Cause rape because people no. sweep rape under the rug because they're embarrassed. Just be so ra- so stri- I, it's, I don't even. That's a bit. That's a mind blowing number to think about. Like, like the Bill Cosby as, scandal. Twice as. Sorry to bring that up, but. Hey, he did it. He, I, that's how I feel. He is guilty. Yeah. And then you know they when you say head. he did it, people get mad because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like a black thing. No, right. it's not a black thing. Right. He's a fucking nasty. I think he did it. 
pervert and we know he did it however my only argument was these women decided to come out after the payment stopped don't let this man rape you and violate you for your college tuition or to pay your bills or to to buy you clothes and cars and now he not giving it to you so it's not like some of those women didn't do that he said that he would pay my tuition Uh well you shouldn't get the fuck up there you should have got up there as soon as you were violated and go get like a rape kit done and then fix the problem but you kept taking all of the goods and stuff too so it's kind of like don't cry rape Right. When you're benefiting from what's going on and you that's not that's bad. Don't do that because you're right. now people are not going to take rape seriously because people like you who, you know, using it to your advantage. And then once he's being sabotaged, right. you want to come out and tell your side of the allegedly, story. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. But and, and some of those women actually did come out and say stuff yeah, right away. But I just think like he was such a big thing back then and people invested so much money into him mm-hmm. that they did everything to keep his good image up. And that's the problem with us people. We look at these celebrities and think we know them. That's a mask that he's showing us. Right. We don't know who the hell you he don't is. Know. Just because he's black, where he's been Bill Cosby and a Jello pudding pop, that don't mean nothing. You know no. what I mean? He, yeah, he gave he us has, a different world, but we did like not that. know he was a like part that. of another world. What you do in the dark comes to light, <laughs> right? What you do in the dark come out to light. And they were saying, oh, because he wanted to buy a network. That's why they did it. No, he did it because he was a nasty old man. He right. was disgusting. And the thing is, people be coming out with the wildest shit talking about the network shit. You right. know, you I, know what I'm saying? I, I did the I research. Had a debate on Facebook about that. I don't hear nothing about. Goddamn network. So I did the I did the research, right? So mm-hmm. Bill Cosby at one time was worth four, maybe worth. Excuse me, NBC was worth four hundred fifty million dollars at one time. Mm-hmm. Bill Cosby was only worth like like sixty, right? So how is somebody worth sixty going to buy some worth four hundred fifty? He would have to what be, build a coalition, right? Right. But it's really not all his money, guys. He's just building a coalition. So if he was and this is 20 years ago, keep in mind, too. So if he was that, he wasn't that powerful, my man. If he's getting all these rate charges, how many people would think in that coalition would back off? Probably a lot of them. Mm-hmm. He'd probably lose a lot of his support. And it was 20 years after the fact, keep in mind. I think that if you look at the numbers and look at him actually having intentions for buying it, it doesn't make sense for them to do it 20 years after the fact. Right. There's nothing. He's being sabotaged. Let me tell you. I don't what, think it makes sense. I, 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 I feel I like believe. he pissed somebody off with power. And they knew a lot you know of information about him. Did no, it. it didn't start and, like that. Star. Yeah. It was. It wasn't nobody. It was uh-uh. nobody. It was the just a guy did that did it. It was did a joke it. that was told. Yeah, you ain't never heard this story, have you? What was his name? No, Hannibal, I didn't hear um, that story. Hannibal. This, this is how it started. The Hannibal Burris. Burris. Yes. One of my favorite comedians. Yes. It was recorded in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. That's where Bill Cosby's from. Mm-hmm. There was a cell phone footage. There's the rate obligations had already been out. Mm-hmm. These women had already told their stories. That's another thing. Keep that in mind, too. It wasn't until a man came out and said something. These women already had told their story. Hannah Burris made a joke about their story. It went viral. Yep. It was recorded legally. And then people were like, hold a second. This, this joke they're telling about these stories is real. Let's dig further into these stories. And they found Bill Clinton skeletons. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Excuse me. I said Clinton. Clinton got skeletons too. They got skeletons too. too. Right, so wait, right, right. Wait till Sw- Slick Willie get his joke told. <laughs> oh, shit. So when, so that's what happened to Bill. So that's what happened to Bill. Oh, it's, wow. Um, that's crazy. So mm-hmm. so there, so if you're looking at. That's how it yeah, happened. So Damn. look, people have been telling. Damn, look, Bill. Stay off Facebook. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Block all those people who say, dude, haven't heard the story. Teach people. Hashtag teach people. Right. I will. You gotta teach people yeah. that this there was already allegations before Helen Burgess told a story told a joke. Okay. So it's the same way it's, but it's the same thing that goes back to 
the Stanford rape rapist it's really about not so much about the sexual crime as about the per, the man, right? They never make it about the sexual crime. They always mm-hmm. make it about the man, which is how men have designed it, which is kind of fucked up for women. It is. It is fucked up. You got to stand up for your rights. You got to stand up for your rights. It's not about rape. It's not about the, the, the teach color your woman your skin, to be the man, right. the power you or have. the money. Right, exactly. Teach these men that you either ask and they say yes. Yes. Or now, and you take you walk away oh, first and teach so, these women. I don't to think resist. I think dudes already know this. I don't know. I, I think we already know it's bad. I, I think we already know it's That's bad. That's like somebody molesting a child. What in the world? Right. You're a grown ass man. What turns you on about a child? Like nothing. How in the in your mind that you can perceive to, this to be something? You I used to be I mean? a school teacher, and I used to know those girls was girls. Mm-hmm. Them was little girls, especially when I got to be like. In my middle twenties, I'm looking like man, these is little girls, bro. Right. Like they don't do nothing but need rides and probably smell bad. Like stay away from these, stay away from these little girls yes. that can't do nothing for you. It's out here growing women for you. Exactly. Right. They ain't nothing but trouble. It actually, the worst thing actually, as a club promoter, used to talk about is that you letting underage girls would destroy your club more than letting thugs in. Right. Yeah. If you let them underage girls in, they will fuck up your whole club. Yeah. And that was, that's that hip hop. Anything happened, they get raped, anything, they was in your establishment. They drinking. Drinking. Everything. Drinking. They can't handle smoking, it. Probably yeah. fucking in the bathroom. Yeah, popping pills and everything. They and 90 pounds. They can't be handling all them shots in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> what are we doing? What do you think is going to happen? Oh my Tell God. her <laughs> ass to go home. So go home. Home to your mama, to your daddy, to somebody. Like go. So that so that was I think I think we do know it's bad. So what? Why is it? Why? Why Mental is illness, it? Something. I don't think it's emphasized enough. Like the importance of you know having um, consensual sex, the importance of knowing how uncomfortable somebody is. This is both men and women because men get raped too. Right. It's just men don't speak out about it. Right. Um, as, and it's not it's not welcoming mm-hmm. um, for a man to speak out about being raped as much as it is for a woman. However, even though a woman speaks out about it, it's still kind of cliche. Mm-hmm. So the thing is to you think a lot of dudes are raped. Oh yeah, I, th- I actually I think it's more more men rape than women. How does however, rape, how does a guy rape happen? Tell me that. Um, even when they're younger, like they're okay, being touched molested. by molested. Nope, these girls. Sorry to cut you off, but you're, but the girls that tied up the guy in the car and raped them. Yeah, girls too. That's what I'm yeah. saying. The women will rape men when they're younger too, mm-hmm. and also men will rape men. Mm-hmm. Um, now molestation and rape is two different things. What I'm talking molestation, about molestation, rape. If you being fondled by a man or a woman, if you're being penetrated by a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, even kissed or even made right, to give okay. oral sex. All of these things go I back. Got, I got okay. I'm I'm with you now. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I just have now. to, you know, kind of because okay. even me as a young child, I have been molested before, like fondled, touched, and stuff like that. And it was mainly by close friends of the family, mm-hmm. um, my sister's boyfriend, stuff like that. And you would you would not think ever. That these people would be the ones doing that to your kids Watch out or for your doing sister's it. boyfriends. Right. You know, nobody, nobody, don't excuse anybody. Right. So you protect your children, you watch over your children, and you listen to your children, you watch their actions. So men, so men now nowadays, as a man going out, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm I think men are taught not to, I think we're being God damn, man, because I was a young guy and I remember doing things in club I wouldn't do now, like try to 
fondle a nipple or something like that. Mm-hmm. That shit seems like so reckless and such a good way to catch a charge. Right. Right there. Is it, I think we're, I don't think it has nothing to do with my desire to find the nipples has not gone down. It's just that, <laughs> it's just that I know it's fucked up. I shouldn't right. be doing this. This is this is awful. How am I treating somebody like a product? People still here? do that. But just like when we go in a club and a man grab your ass while you walking through the crowd. Like, why did you just grab my ass? Like, you don't know. Some, it used to be part of. I used to be something some acceptable. Some people accept it, but some but some females accept that that's what they give off. So, but they they think like how they put everybody in the box. Every female's like that. Don't fucking touch me unless I invite you to touch me. I've gotten in fights. Like, I even fought a dude that didn't do it because I thought he did it because I was pissed. Right. Because the dude groped my ass. So when I turned around, I just turned around swinging. What? Like. Don't touch me. Right. And I end up hitting the wrong dude. But however, the other dude probably was looking like, damn, I ain't never going to do that shit again. Right. Like That's a violation. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's extreme violation. But I think we're getting better. So I think we are teaching guys. I said that to say that guys can be taught. I think guys are learning. I Maybe I need to talk to my young bucks out there. If you're a young buck, at me, at BDD Radio on the gram. Let me know what the hell you thinking. Cause right. Because right now, nowadays, what I'm seeing out here in these streets is not, not less of what's going on back in 2001 when Tip Drill time was coming out. Remember Tip Drill? Oh, you yeah. Know, there was a lot of freakiness oh, going wow. on. Freakiness don't you stop. Tip Drill evolves. was, that was kind of like, oh, that was on BT so, After Dark. Is somebody, Tip Drill and Get Loose were like. But I can't imagine like J. Cole swiping somebody's ass with a card right now. That would be so wild. It's, 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 it's kind of. It's stupid because I think it was just a goof and it was a girl. But I think right it was now, really kind of like a random goof, but it turned out to be something like derogatory and it was very like se- sexual. Talk about sexual. Com- uh, was it um, selling black women's bodies? But then people put themselves in that predicament too. Like there are women that will put themselves in that position that get on the pole, do what they have to do. It's different tiers and level of different women and what you would do and what you won't do. You're right. And you know what I mean? People got their own reasons. Well, I got to take care of my kids. So this is how I know I'm make a quick buck. Well, I got to go to school. Like they have their different reasoning. But when you have self-respect and pride for yourself, mm-hmm. there's no way in hell that I can do that. I'm going to go to work. If I got to work five jobs, then that's what I'm going to do. But there, And I, seem, I feel like now also right. artists are not one to put themselves in that position. You'll get artists now. They'll they'll tip a dan- they'll tip oh, a yeah, dancer. Oh yeah, they're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not, but they're not going to be. But what they doing behind closed doors? I think it's still going on. But they behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah you know you nowadays people are signing consent forms. Yeah, like what happens in this house stays in this house type. Well, shit. not well. Look what happened with um my boy Chris Brown this last time with that girl. They tried to get her to sign a consent form before she left, but she wouldn't do it. That's why you guys. Uh, that's I was about to say. That's why you gotta get a sign consent form before you go in. I know. Yeah, right? you gotta sign when you Duh. go in. Right. Yeah. So right. she was going. So that was that sounds like a Chris Brown move right there. Right. Try to get a sign to consent for him, right? After you did the fucked up shit, right? Like Chris, you should know this before you break. But the she's kind of sketchy too. Her background is kind of sketchy. I don't believe. I don't believe. I believe that nobody had. I don't believe there's any guns or drugs or. I believe. You know what? It could be told to me that Chris Brown was sleeping right there, and I would believe it. Right. Or it could be told to me that Chris Bell killed somebody, and I believe it. Right. I really don't give a shit. Right. It's really up in the air with Chris Brown right. telling me. Did I tell you that? Chris Brown's the most likely to be OJ to me. Like he's really most likely one day we walk up and Chris Brown just pops somebody. Just go crazy. And I'd be like, you know what? Same I'm not I surprised. I didn't feel no I don't yeah. feel, I don't know this person. I don't right. feel no way. Right. I just feel like you a like you just a turned up person. I don't right. know you sketchy to me. Like right. you could do something crazy right. like Chris Brown. I don't know. 
Like, you got to learn. I mean, he put himself in another predicament where look what happens. You can't have everybody around you. Everybody's not good for you. You know what I mean? And you got to look at your entourage. Who and he, he's entourage. older now. There's no excuses for his actions at this point. You know, when, right. he, when it first started, you were younger now. You were uh, about to be 30, late 20s. Yeah, late 20 I mean, something. Yeah, Chris Brown. Grow the yeah. fuck up, Chris yeah. Brown. And when you do, He call was doing me. so good, though, with his daughter, though. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, I had hope for him. I was praying for him. Like, please, come on, learn from it. Learn from what you did. Yes. Well, yes, people are, but back to people learning, though. Are people learning from... I, I honestly agree with you. With, like, we are learning. We're more enlightened. I feel Could like... you imagine Drake going out swiping somebody's ass with a car right now? Right, no. No. Hell no. And that's Hell no. our generation. You know, that's our generation that kind of... We know better. We 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 seen what someone has done, the younger generation. We've seen what the older generation has done, and we're just kind of like, hey... We ain't doing that shit. Right. <laughs> like, we good. Like, we queens and, now. Everybody yeah. walk around natural. I'm proud of that. I've been natural for nine years. And I, everybody thought, you know, like, I was extinct. Like, oh, the old men love me. They called me Angela Davis back in the day. But I, was, <laughs> I, I said, and I had to go Google her real quick. And I'm just playing. I knew Angela that. Davis was a strong, strong black woman. woman. So beautiful my black sis- woman. My sister went natural. Shout out to my sister. But, like, every- young casino. She went yeah, natural. Beautiful. And I got scared. I got scared for a little they bit. They did for me too. They said, I was like, crazy. Morgan, where are you going? Ha- what's going to ha- uh, I was like, what's right. going to happen? Right. What, what kind of person are you going to be like? Right. I was really, and she did turn out to be cool as shit still. Right. Like, it was still her. She was still fresh. They I was just worried that like, she would just come back and she wasn't going to have no iron. Uh, she wasn't going to have no, uh, no more shea butter in her shit. I was already going to be dry. <laughs> and I'll be mad at my sister. I, so I'll be coming in with the, with the waves dipping. Right. She used to be the person I used to talk to about my waves right. being dipping. Like you can't be my wave consultant. You, you, you still can connect still with Andrew. Oh, we still she was still my wave consultant right. all that time. So she, long as she kept the role as a wave consultant, that's really what I was worried <laughs> that's about. That's what he was concerned about. Look, Morgan, like you do, you I know you're gonna be good. Right. Let me see. Are you good? Is my waves dipping? We good? They wanted to bring me to a psychiatrist. They thought I was tripping. I said, Oh hell no, we wasn't that bad. Cut it. I, they was like, You okay? You, I just the scissors and just cut it. And I just evolved into who I'm supposed to be. She grew her. My sister grew her. I don't think she just grew it out. I've pretty much been natural all my life. Nice. Uh, really? Have you ever got a perm, sir? The only thing I've gotten close to a perm was a treatment. Mm-hmm. So you not you didn't go full. Mm-mm. Madam C.J. Walker, straight up. Just I've been a crinkly. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> But growing up, you had to go get a perm. You had to get this, get your hair pressed. I ain't like none of that. I've had an S curl. So. Oh, you have an S curl. That's I like having a perm for right. a man. It's, yeah. I, I was out here. You know I mean, oh, yeah, I was in these streets. He was getting I'll be sure. I was getting sweat, it, neck, light skin, neck I'll sweating, neck sweating, no, so no. glowing, leaving. Follow the drip. I kept a rag. Drip. First of all, I kept a rag. <laughs> so I, leaving I that soul my... glow on the chair when you get up. No, I kept it tight. I kept it tight, so um, shout out to Callan Kaepernick for keeping it tight. This is this is a yes, long ass circle. To we think about him, his rocking afro. I think he was just rocking afro. That's what kind of pissed me off. People saying rocking afro to be black. No, I'm like, oh, he's kind of been black. Right. The afro is just like that. Don't make oh, it black. Come on. That don't make it black. I forgot. Um, it's a joke. People saying his girl. They try to say that his girl was behind his whole. Um, whole coming up and speaking up thing for the black people. Shout out to black women holding yeah, it down. Yeah, she's an MTV host. Messa, what's her name? Oh, that's not his girl, is it? Is oh, his girl? Yeah, she's on Oh, um, I know. Yeah, I know who she is. Yeah, she's dope though, but she says she just support. She's she's hot. on Hot 97, Nessa from Hot 97. And then she's on MTV now. She's a, um... She's been on MTV. Yeah. She was on... Excuse me. 
Guy Code, Girl Code. Yeah, now she's on um, 16 and Pregnant. Like, she does, like, the after show. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, you know, she was like, this is who he was. This is why she fell in love with him. And he has a right to stand up for who he is. I don't have to put yes, a, basically sir. put a battery in his back for him to speak up. This right. is who he is. I don't, think, yeah, I don't think Destin would be a type of person. Shout out to shot, the Scorpio. So he's a Scorpio November No shots to Nessa, but I think Colin Kaepernick, had, he's a, he was a Kappa before he's met Nessa. So he was out here probably in somebody's basement. Getting yelled at. Right. Right. <laughs> I had to make some decisions back then on how yeah. black he's going to be. Right. <laughs> like, I think there's always a big history of, especially Greek men, uh, making um, stands in America. Jesse Jackson, Martha mm-hmm. King, uh, um, Julian Bond, you know, Mark Morrell, the former mayor of New Orleans. So there's a big tradition of black Greek men. Uh, what was, actually, there's a, uh, there's actually a picture I saw that was say that when Martha King got assassinated. It's kind of a sad picture, but there was a Kappa, a Alpha, a Sigma, and an Omega all there that one day. Wow! So they've been we, we've been rock so Black Greeks been rocking for forever, forever, forever. So this is just in the tradition. Like they sh- they shit on them like no he this is like in his bloodline. I'm sh- and I'm sure I've been to some informational sessions. I know that's one of the first thing they show you. When you walk into the informational, is the picture of Martha King, mm-hmm. <laughs> or or the picture of Arthur Ashe, or the picture of Jesse Jackson, or somebody holding it down right. in in some black Greek paraphernalia. So that was something that was shout out to Colin Kaepernick for holding this tradition. Shout out to him, stand mm-hmm. your so, truth, live your truth. So this is this is still a hip hop podcast. I want to talk a little bit of music. There's so I'm going to talk a little bit about this one album that has been kind of on my mind. I played it for you, Chef. And I want you to tell me about a star. So, this is the heartlandpodcast.com. Hashtag HLHH. This is still a hip hop podcast, right? So, I can't just leave you all my music fans out there with no hip hop, right? That'd be wrong of me, Star, right? Definitely. We got, so we got to talk about, um, so first thing, there's a rapper that's coming out, Donald Glover has show ATL. Quick, quick talk about that star. Did you like it? Mm, I didn't see it. Well, he was, Donald Glover has, so he started, he's going to be his brother's manager. He's paper boy. I thought it'd be a little bit more funnier. It's very much like my life story. And somebody's been out here trying to catch me following around. Really? If, if he's like really trying to match people and blow up. And it's his cousin, but he is also an ATO dude, so he's trapped all the time. It's just kind of weird. So yeah. it's because, you know, I didn't get a chance to look at it. Um, mm-hmm. Also, um, I want to know, so, like, if it's, is it, is it reality TV? No, it's, it's Or it's more like a strip? Okay, 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 okay. What like, do you think about it? Some interesting things. He's living with his baby mama. So if he's living with his baby mama, and his baby mama actually is dating other dudes while he's living with him. Then she asks him for rent money. <laughs> he's living there. He better be paying some damn rent. <laughs> why? It was like, right. a, it was like a, I got a question. Why do you not have a problem with him staying with his baby mama and letting him go on, let her go on dates? They might not be together. You know, all these men like can't get rid. They hold on to their baby mamas, and their baby mamas be trying to move on. Right. So since you staying up in here, and I love you, but I don't want to be with you, you still gonna pay some damn rent. Right. 
I'll support your dream too, but um I love you. You can always be my baby daddy. <laughs> but it's time nigga. for me to move on. <laughs> well, I hope he gets it together. Hope he hope he pulls himself together. Cause that that fucked me up. I was like, bruh, what you mean your girl about to go on a date? And you in the house? And she not about to go on another date? And you right there? Like what you about to do? That this is, is how you this that's how you get re- down? that's re that's the reality of uh baby mama baby daddy type of relationship sometimes right. one won't let go the other however they both love each other but you know people got to move on with their lives that was wild as shit to me i couldn't deal so i couldn't deal with i that. wanted to watch it. you talking about atlanta yes atlanta on fx i want when did it come on i catch on demand it's actually put the first episode on youtube oh okay i gotta watch it yeah, yeah. i wanted to see that I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot you, I'm gonna shoot you a link. That yeah, was a do it. That was a rapper that actually made some difference in the cultural art space. And there's another rapper that's come out here, named Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. Travis Just Scott. Scott, and he has a CD. Now, Chef, what what do you think the name of the CD? I told you the name of the CD. What do you remember? The name of the CD being Brian McKnight. <laughs> it was very, it was close. <laughs> Brian McKnight, Birds in the Trap, Birds in the Trap, Sing McKnight. <laughs> Sing. This is. <laughs> First of all, this is crazy as shit. This I'm gonna read to you what the uh, isn't that a crazy name for you? Yes. Like, like first when you heard that name, first impression. What the fuck? Yeah, me too. Yeah, it was very much. He did a good job. Of, <laughs> all I'm thinking about is Brian McKnight. Like I want to. Where did Brian fit into this? Like I told you, he's smart though. He reinvent the wheel over and over and over. So, so let me. This is the. This is from iTunes. This is what they say. On his second album, Travis Scott is. Flying free, enjoying the spoils of his fame and spotting the pitfalls. First of all, that's some bullshit. Okay, sharp storytelling and warm sense give Bird a surreal cinematic feel. He brings sweet anthems in bunches, way back, coordinate through the night, and his confidence beams on an intimate first take and guidance. A Latin tamed R and B tracked, a la one, a la one dance. They still writing, they writing Drake dick all the time. Why they can't let it go? If Rodeo showed that Travis Scott is comfortable coloring outside hip hop lines, Birds in the Trap sing McKnight show he's capable of mastering, creating a masterpiece. As soon as I play, so I play uh, Chef uh, some songs. Definitely wasn't feeling none of them. Oh, you didn't like any of them? Off like the album? I played the yeah. best two ones I liked. You I, know pl- why? I liked uh, Pick Up the Phone and I played her glue. I notes. love a lyricist. I love somebody like. Was it more so like. It wasn't, it wasn't mumble rap, was it? Yep. Oh, yeah. I like lyricists, and I ain't gonna hate on nobody. But mumble rap at its worst. Mm, it was pretty synthesized mumble rap. Oh, okay. yeah. And I don't like, like it sometimes. Walk, walk, I don't like recycle. my kids listening to BS. It was. It was definitely. A, it's a definitely interesting album. Uh, my scale one to five. You know, my scale is one. Is it's trash. Two is it's regular. Three is cool. Cool. Four, Four is dope. And five. five is lit. I'm about to change dope out. I'm about to just drop out a uh, cool and make cool number three. Take out dope. Four is lit and five is classics. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Five. Cause yeah. Five yeah. Is, yeah classic is better. That's like never ending. Like always around type. Oh, Biggie yeah. Smalls classic five. Classic. Okay. So in my on the Heartland hip hop scale of music, one to five. One, one is trash. Two. Trinidad Ash is one. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be, be funny when you say trash. 
So two regular. Reggie. Reggie, that's some Reggie Bush shit. That's just like regular <laughs> shit. Like that's like you just pull up in the mall. Reggie Bush, fine, bro. Don't put Reggie Bush. Reggie in Bush. Just, just say Reggie. Just say Reggie, bro. Reggie Bush. Original Bush. Bush, holla Scam at artist. me. Ooh, Lord. You, too bad. Too bad that didn't give him no uh, skills to make to pay the bills. He did win a Super Bowl. They say ring. he got some good skills in a bit. Nobody says that. Who? You just made that up. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Kim Kardashian oh. never said that about Reggie Bush. She just she made that up. That, she wouldn't leave him alone. That means he got some good That's Kim Kardashian. Well, she was just <laughs> looking for an opportunity. Uh, okay, you're right. You're yeah. right. Next. <laughs> then three is, um, last say three was cool. Cool. That's Four cool. is. Four is, is lit. Lit. Five, five is, is classic. classic. I'm going to get this shit. I'm going to get this shit a regular. This shit is so regular to me. It's cool, but I'm not gonna listen. I'm, it's regular. I'm not gonna listen to shit. No, it doesn't no. sound. It sound like everything that's playing on the radio. So I'm gonna just nothing. listen to it if it's somebody else's car and they playing it. Right. I that pay. means your shit, Reggie. I might even turn the station in your car. Maybe, maybe it's. It may be like last album. I listened to Antidote like for like two months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Smoking mm-hmm. pills is all they know. Yes, you gotta be a lot more drugs. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta do a when lot you're on a lot more drugs, hand motions are like the best thing. It goes from being on. regular yeah. to it's lit. Like the rage that, the the right, right. Stuff, right. Yeah. Lean or something. Yeah, right. I definitely. So <laughs> if I if I if you're on drugs, it'd probably be a cool to a lit. Yeah, but if you're not on drugs, like this is may, it may not be the best thing to to sing while, while you're getting like. I like to listen to music when I'm getting ready for work. Me too. I love music. I listen yeah. to music with everything. Music actually put me in a good mood today. Shout out to music. What, what what did it do for you today? It made me happy and it made me smile and it made my heart lit up. That's I was beautiful. listening to um um Hold Me, Hold Me by uh Egyptian. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I know. Put me on try to warn ya. Yeah. Yeah. I can't sing though. That's why I was holding back. If I was home, I would intend that song. What about you, Chef? I love it. Today I was on my little inspiration. I was listening to um, Closer to My Dream. Yeah. I love. I I always say her name wrong. I love Drake. I love that song. I love the Drake version. You ever the Drake version? I haven't heard the Drake version. I just love the beat. I do not like the Drake version. Please, let's just not go there. You know what, Brandon? You and Drake. Say something you, about you Drake. Gonna, you going to get on my nerve. Let me tell you something. I'm not going to start on Drake today, but okay. I just want you to know I don't like that version, okay? Closer to my dream, the classic original yes. is mm-hmm. it. Like, nothing can replace that. Like yeah, the beat, everything, her voice, I love it. But I love reggae, too. Reggae just for the soul, and I love hip-hop. And then I grew up on hip-hop, so listen today is like, that's just not hip-hop. Right. So what I was listening to, so, the, so I'm a different kind of, I was listening to, so I'm maybe a different type of hip-hop dude. I'm listening to, Lil Wayne featuring Mac Main and Currency Nuckafy Buck remix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, no, I like that remix, though. <laughs> Currency's lit, bro. Shout out to Currency. Where you at? Chef, you're, you're, <laughs> Them skills is magnificent. Too. I don't know. I got to hear it. It's Nuck Nuck of You Buck, but it's Lil Wayne. Oh, Nuck of yeah, 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 Nuck of yeah, You yeah. Buck remix. It's oh, pretty much you. like a remix. They they killed yeah. it. They, they, the they whole killed song it. They 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 shot that song to death. Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah, that's it's a pretty dope. It's a pretty dope song. Let's see. It's probably not. It's probably not copywritten. But anyway, I'll play it for you later, Chef. <laughs> uh, play it for me. Play, play, it for me. play it for you later, Star. Thank you for being here. Where people follow you at once again. 
You can follow me at Thick is Vegan. Yeah. And Star Kills. Thick is Vegan on Instagram. Star Kills on Facebook. Peace and blessings. Chef. Thank you for being me. Five. Thank you for having me. This was five. fun. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. T- I told you I was coming. Well, thank you for coming. No this problem. is your man B Diddy Dollars, aka Mr. Saturday Night. And I want all your pain to be champagne. May all your tears be tears of joy. This is the Heartland Podcast dot com. Thank y'all for yep, yep. tuning in. All right.